0: everybody welcome to my welcome like hannah waddingham said to the <laughs> richmond way uh so surprise everybody happy festive. holidays i thought you were going to say yeah. festivus that's a festivus well that's festivus for the rest of us is a different <laughs> tv series not ted lasso uh but yeah this is this is the kind of soft launch of the richmond way podcast we're going to be a ted lasso rewatch podcast uh so after t- this one where we're going to be talking about hannah Waddingham's christmas special uh we will starting yes. in 2024 but <laughs> <laughs> there's mike a preview of mike's thoughts um in 2024 we will be starting with the nbc sports shorts for ted lasso and then going into the series from there and then like the little sh- uh, there was a the, uh the ted lasso like Claymation Christmas thing that they did too, so we'll interweave that in there at some point too. We're gonna yeah. have fun Christmas, with. yeah.
1: So. Next Christmas,
0: so. yeah. So <laughs> I'm Mark, uh, aka Coach Beard, and then to my right diagonal, <laughs> yeah, this way. No, wait. My is your screen set my, up
2: different than ours? Because no,
0: my my <laughs> left screen right. Is Bonnie?
1: Hi, <laughs> I'm not Mark. <laughs> I'm Bonnie or Bonnie Marie, if you're my mother and you're mad at me.
0: Nice. And
2: then so we can't call you that if we're mad at you.
1: I mean, you can. That's like the universal code, or you know, my auditions and paperwork. It's fine. But yeah, I'm mad. I mean, <laughs> <that> anxiety. Continue.
0: <laughs> and then below us is beneath our you know. if our resident Roy <laughs> Kent, uh, Mike Sorensen. I don't
2: know if I can live up to that, but I'll do my best.
0: Well, this least, episode
2: will be real easy for me.
0: At least in demeanor, that's right. <laughs> well, season one, Roy Kent demeanor.
2: <laughs> we'll I see. Guess. We'll see how yeah, it, we'll it goes.
0: See. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah. I guess I guess we'll just start. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this this was released no on Apple present. <laughs> Apple T V Plus back on November 22nd. It's about 44 minutes long. And now like when you guys watched it what were your initial thoughts of, of the special I guess let's, let's start with Mike since he, just to get his thoughts out of the way as quickly
2: as possible. <laughs> it was torturous for me. I do not like Christmas specials. I don't like Christmas music. You can call me the Grinch, I don't care. I just don't like it. Christmas is not my favorite time. It's just There was some, I kind of just, there's moments where you laugh in it and for the most part I was like, here we go, Christmas music, hooray. (laughs) So if you like Christmas music, it was great. If you like, (laughs) I mean, Hannah's got a great voice, so let listen to it for that too. Plus I I learned there's a thing called the London's Gay Men's Chorus. That's right. I did not know if that was a thing. It is. I didn't know if they meant gay as in happy or gay as in sexual orientation.
0: Oh, like the, like, you know, like, you know like the older England, songs of like, so... make, make the Yuletide gay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right, how about you, Bonnie?
1: Uh, I waited to watch it until after Thanksgiving because that's the, the camp I'm in is Christmas doesn't start until, although now it's like the week of Thanksgiving. I've had to make that a uh, concession. <laughs> because it's about compromise. But um I'm Team Halloween all the way. I wish it was a Halloween special. That would have been amazing. Good. Um I would love to see Hannah doing a Halloween special. But since it was a Christmas special, I thought it was fun. I was like, you know, everybody looks happy. It looked like a good show. Didn't they film it over the summer or something? Like that's yeah. weird to me, but I understand production. <laughs> you gotta do shit like stuff way in advance. Um so that made sense to me. But I thought it was fun. Like, again, like, I like Christmas, but I love Halloween, but for a Christmas special and for it being new, um, I thought it was fun. It was a good show production-wise. It didn't feel too long. It felt like it was a good, like, you can put it on while you're cleaning or if you're like, okay, one more Christmas thing before we go to bed. Kind of felt like one of those things, but I thought it was cute. It was entertaining. It felt happy, and she's gorgeous, so whatever. Like, I thought it was fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I, I really liked it as well, too. Um, and I think as far as like Halloween, I don't think it's like as big of a thing in the UK. Oh, yeah, I think Halloween is
2: more of a US thing, but um, they know what it is. It's not like they we don't blast it in their face enough.
0: But <laughs> but if if people do want some Hannah Waddingham at Halloween, they can always just watch like the first 10, 15 minutes of Hocus Pocus 2 because she, she's There's in there as, as a, really. well hey like I said you just have to watch the first 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes with her in it and that's all she's in in the movie she even got her own Funko Pop for that movie for that so they're she's making to Hocus gonna Pocus have, 3 she, she's yeah. going to have three now she'll have two Rebecca ones and one of her witch character. see if they're going to make a third one I'm just going go to go to side tangent there if they're going to mm-hmm. make a third Hocus Pocus just make it about her character
1: yeah
0: from the second that's one that's a smart
1: thing yeah don't that's what people want.
0: Yeah, don't touch the Sanderson sisters again. You've already done that story don't two touch times. Him. Or like they were supposed <laughs> don't to summon bank.
1: them, don't
2: touch them. Don't light that candle again.
0: Yeah, bring bring back Thackeray Binks. Thackeray Binks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, bring back Thackeray Binks. Jason Marsden. Yeah. Third one
1: back. should be about her. And bring him back. That'd be fun. Yeah. We want a good prequel, but
0: yeah. You, you, you figured out a way to somehow bring them back in the second one, even though they're supposed to be gone forever. You, you can figure out some reason why Thackeray Banks has to come back to help <laughs> in the third
1: Time-traveling one. Time-traveling cat. I love that. Why it's, not?
2: Well, they say cats are aliens. So. That's true. It's...
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, like, in this, too, I really like the the location where they shot it, too, and was it? it was the... She said it in the beginning and I completely forgot what it was.
1: I forgot what it was too. I wasn't taking notes.
0: It's The Royal it wasn't Albert, It the, wasn't the Royal Albert Hall. No no, no. no. Yeah, it's the Colosseum. Coliseum.
1: A London Col no. Listen.
0: Oh man. Yeah, yeah, it was I'm at the, at the London Coliseum. Okay. Yeah. London Coliseum. That was a great venue. Yeah, and <laughs> I guess even like the the choir Mike was talking about, they're not they're not gonna be performing there anymore too, so I guess it's like this like capsulated time capsule of like her parents there because i guess um like her mom's been dealing with parkinson's pretty badly and so she wasn't even sure that she wasn't gonna she was gonna get to the taping of that wow. so that she could be there speaking of that i did like how she was a- she included her daughter but was able to like keep her daughter's like privacy from it by shooting mm-hmm. every time they showed her daughter like from the back there i thought that was like a cool thing Um, Yeah, I do wonder if like whenever they went to wide shots, if you probably can.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm sure, but you don't know what. Yeah.
0: Now, let's start speaking the whole Ted Lasso at all because this was an special, but so there's like these little pre-taped kind of like interstitial segments in it too that I don't believe were shot like the obviously I don't think they were shot the same night that they did the taping of her. Doing the songs and everything, No, uh, but we have the fact of anything. Yeah, like we had. So we had different cameos in here. The the ones that were in attendance though were were like James Lance and Cole Bikini. Um oh, Who plays what's Colin? The guy who plays Colin? I feel bad. Whoever <laughs> whoever plays Colin, I feel bad. I'm sorry. Um, I think uh, I've looked this
2: the, up like twelve times, and I never remember. Uh, I'm going to tell him you said name.
1: you can't remember his name. Be like, hey. Just so you know, Mark couldn't remember your name.
0: Yeah. I'm okay he'll, with uh, it. He'll be the first person to get from the show on the podcast. And I'll, and you guys will be like, we'll just call cool. him He's Colin the whole time. This guy. But, Billy Harris. There you go, Billy Harris. Uh, Billy Harris. Uh, Nick Billy was there. Uh, Brennan Hunt.
1: Uh, who Who else?
0: Um, Higgins was there. Yeah, Higgins. Uh, Jeremy Swift. That's... Uh, uh, Sam was there. Yeah, I think, and then there's even some some of the Game of Thrones cast that she worked with there. For, for the people who may not know, she was the shame, shame, shame. That <laughs> blew my mind when Thrones. I found that out. And then, and then you go back and you watch the, the, that gift. You're like, holy oh, crap, that is her. Mm-hmm. But you have to watch yeah. Game of Thrones to know the reference. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think enough people have. If people have seen the gif, at least. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah he said t- Sam was there, Tahib Jamal. Uh, which was interesting, too, because I, th- I saw that you pointed that out at one point, Mike, was that a lot of the cast kind of interacts and, like, is working with them on stage at different points.
2: Higgins with, and Sam are just there. Yeah,
0: j- Yeah. just like Jeremy Swift and Tahib are just like, we're just gonna just chill out here in the, the audience, just watch. We don't need we to, that, to be on stage, um. But well, because I, I, Jeremy Swift, they could have had him like do some with playing the the bass. Did he really you
2: know? play the bass? though? Yeah,
0: it's that, like he he actually does yeah. do that. Like they, <clears throat> like they could have had some with Nick, uh, with Nick Muhammad playing the the violin in there too. Maybe they, they could have the them t- two of them. Yeah, he's like stuck in the the ceiling during the thing. Maybe they couldn't but, make
1: the rehearsals, so they said, "All right." We're not going to let sure. you have these numbers. You can't make rehearsals, but you can come to the show. And they said, done.
0: <laughs> uh, so, outside of them, too, there was some cameos. What did you? Who did you guys like in there the most for the cameos, of people that showed up from the, the Ted Lasso cast?
2: Not really. I have a preference of who showed. I mean, it was nice to see them all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought that I was... Kind of anticipating them not letting Beard sing, so I was like, that was kind of like okay, it fulfilled. I wanted to see that running gag of him wanting to sing and then just being like, okay, go over here and do something else. That's true. I was disappointed he didn't hula hoop. Oh yeah,
0: there could. Oh yeah, they could have even. Uh, I mean, I guess she could. She could always do another special and do the.
2: It wasn't the... about Ted Lasso, so I guess that's why.
0: The chipmunks christmas song and he just <laughs> and it'd be him being like oh, i still want a hula hoop <laughs> there's, there's is that song popular maybe? Over there? Yeah. maybe i don't know they work it in uh because i wish it you... wasn't popular here I mean, that's just me yeah <laughs> how about you Bonnie?
1: um yeah i don't think i had a favorite excited to see who was next and I, I figured they would have Jason show up at some point. Like, they're gonna have him show up. You know who I would have loved to have seen, though? And he would have been my favorite. It's Anthony Stewart Head, because he can sing. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> he can sing.
1: Yeah, well, get no, but he... That would have been fun. He's festive. Uh <laughs> I learned he can sing when I was watching Buffy, because he sang a couple times on that show when it wasn't the musical episode. Oh, really? I would have loved that. Um...
2: There's a musical yes. Buffy
1: episode? Yeah, there is, and we, it's in season six. And I'm not saying we should watch it sometime, but that would be fun. Uh, that would have been fun if they had that. I was kind of hoping for that, but he wasn't there. Bummer. Um, nice. He can go to the next one. But uh, I, I overall, I didn't think I had a, like a personal like favorite, but it was just kind of nice just to see people like, oh, hey. Oh, hey. That was my right. reaction. With, oh, hey, this person. Oh, hey, this person. It was just yeah. fun.
0: Mm-hmm. the the Brett Goldstein one was interesting <laughs> to say the least well cause it, at first I was like oh is this just gonna be like voiceover only cause like that's all you could hear was his voice and I wonder how many people that threw off to that have never heard just like Brett Goldstein's voice as opposed to like him doing Roy Kent or people that haven't listened to Brett Goldstein's <laughs> podcast um just it's it's like a slightly higher version of the the roy kent voice but mm-hmm. I, I did think it was kind of funny how it was like playing into it was like a mixture of playing into like what roy is but then i don't know if, if you guys have ever if you have you guys watched the the harley quinn animated series at all Negative. some of it some of so, it so on the the valentine's day special of the Harley Quinn show Brett Goldstein shows up in that in animated form and he's, he's a, he essentially is on that entire special the same way he's in this special without a shirt on because he, <laughs> kept, he, kept, he keeps taking his shirt off uh, and, he, and he did his voice in that too and it's, it's weird because it's almost like he's doing it the same way that he did it in the Harley Quinn special really? which was supposed to be like a weird heightened thing in that show so it was weird then i don't know that like that that was the only thing that felt really weird in this special was like that whole scene where you like he's like behind her clothes and then just like chilling out like in a hot tub and he's like get in and she gets in like (laughs) with like her like full dress on i mean i guess they're not gonna have like a changing sequence or whatever but like i was like what 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 is what's what's happening right now i (laughs) I kind
1: of went i was like I hope that they know what they're doing with that dress and that fabric. They're not going to ruin it for this shot, are they? Like, my brain went into that, like, <laughs> girl brain, I guess. I was uh, like, yeah. oh, my God.
2: I was,
0: that... I was like, that dress is toast.
2: Yeah. That is, that is just done. That's why yeah. I'm saying they recorded it after the special.
0: <laughs> Maybe that was, like, you know, they have, like, a hero, like, like in movies and TV shows stuff, they have, like, a hero costume, and then they have, like, the stunt one or whatever. Maybe that was, like, a stunt. Dress for that shot. Well, don't they also
2: have multiple of everything just in case something happens? That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that
0: one was probably like the one made of like lesser material that wasn't as well made or or whatever. Maybe it was like made to be like a bathing suit almost in a way. I don't know. That would be it'd be interesting. See, I like audio commentaries so much that I I would even watch an audio commentary of the the making of. Yeah. Let's get the
1: costume designer on the show and ask them that. Find
0: we'll have to look them up and mm-hmm. call them and be like, "Hey, you want to come and talk about how you made the the Christmas casual uh dress for uh, Hannah the in the special?" Scene.
1: Did but, anybody else think watching that scene, they're like, "I usually skip past this part" because I did. I made that joke to myself.
0: Oh yeah, to, oh to like the little <laughs> interstitial stuff. Uh-huh. Oh oh no, okay, never mind. Yeah, not not. <laughs> Now now I understand what you were you're Like I like.
1: usually skip past this part. That's <laughs> 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 a joke. If you get it, you get it. If yeah. you don't don't ask your mom to explain it to you.
0: I I did see other tweets in the real like where people were like, Are they gonna like what what's, where, what's <laughs> happening? <I was laughs> the what's a ho ho ho
2: hairy joke, to be honest, but
0: Yeah. Yeah, I also wondered if it was just to like show off like how freaking Harry Brett Goldstein. Is. He's probably been... what he
2: wanted. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, I liked. I thought that cameo was inter- the the Juno Temple one was interesting too. Just like mm-hmm. like for like, I guess showing why she couldn't be out in the crowd. Um, and I, I liked them doing those interstitials too, because that was like another way for them to include probably some of the people that all couldn't be there on that same day, mm. like. Like Jason Sudeikis or Brett Goldstein or Juno Temple, uh, and I but think do you I'm think real... it
2: was forced upon them to have those in there to have include all these
0: people because they I don't wanted think so? Because I, I feel like tune in or... I feel like with the way that I've heard Hannah Waddingham talk about like her relationships with like all of the people that did show up in this as cameos, I, like on like different like interviews that she's done, like a whatever, whether it's brett goldstein's podcast or whatever else that like that that crew and cast of that show is like so tightly knit with each other that they it probably was just like they just wanted to do that show with Mm -hmm. her just because like it'd be like the thought i had was like
2: yeah they're all good friends they all like each other but was warner brothers apple being like um where are these guys why aren't they part of this
0: uh, it, it is a good way to kind of sell it to people to, to watch it, though, too. Because, I mean, it's it's on Apple TV Plus, which, which is where Ted Lasto is. And it's got a ma- majority of the cast. And there's Sam Ryders in here, too, who uh, people don't know. He did the. I think it's called Fight and Lost. Or. I think that's what the name of the song was. But from, like, the, the finale. Uh, which is one of the, the great songs from the show. Which I really enjoyed that. And then. He performs, so he performs a song with her in this. So I'm going to go through the track list really quick. So she, there's like eight songs. Some of them weren't in the, in the special, I don't think. Um, some of them weren't released. So there's What Christmas Means to Me, The Man with the Bag, uh, Please Come Home for Christmas, which had uh, Leslie Odom Jr. in it. Yeah, it had, did. Yeah. <laughs> Who people may know as Aaron Burr, sir. Uh, Aaron and then, Burr. Yeah. In that terrible
2: uh, peanut butter commercial.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, which has uh, Froger from Lost is Froger. the one that's in the <laughs> Got Milk commercial. <laughs> uh. Yes. Uh, who's also in Twister.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, uh, but yeah, then we had Oh Holy Night, which featured the Eno Chorus. And then there was Run Rudolph Run, which is the one with Sam Ryder. And then we had Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas with Phil Dunster and the and the Fabulous Lounge Swingers.
2: Do you which, think Phil was really singing?
0: I couldn't. I think so. Like, I think it was so. like
2: the, this. Didn't seem like it was really him doing it for some reason to me.
0: Well, let's, I... speaking of that, no. <laughs> Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the music. There's down, said so. dress that gets ruined. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna mute the music for a second because I don't want us to get taken down. Um, but wasn't
2: well, it royalty free? Isn't that song so old
0: that maybe I don't know. Look at him uh,
1: shimmying back there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but, like. if if i was a woman or if i wore a dress that's the kind of dress i'd want to wear because that feels like (laughs) it'd be much more comfortable than have to deal with like the long version of that bonnie will have to weigh in on that one
1: yeah um i mean if i had somebody to make dresses for me that fit my figure the way that whoever made these for her and tailored them did that that is all i would wear go into the booth for a session, I'd wear one of them. Like, which which <laughs> of these dresses am I going to wear today? Because they look like everything is fitted. Because let me tell you, trying yeah. to find off-the-shoulder strapless things as a woman is so challenging. But I looked at her dresses and I said, I, th- I that would be problem solved. Like, it just, everything looks like it's where it's supposed to be. And that's great. <laughs> I love that for her.
0: One of the the cool things too, if people have Apple Music, is some of the album covers are like animated. And if if you bring up the 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 one for her special on there, it's like her dress is all like shimmery, like they animated it, in it, so it's like all like glittery and shammery. like shammery, sh- shimmery. Shammery. <laughs> yeah, shammery. There you go.
2: Shammery. Sparkly shammery.
0: Uh, but yeah, so like this is where we had um, we had Phil Dunster singing. That sounds like his voice. So.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know, I was watching it and I was like just, it seemed off. Maybe something with the audio mixing was wrong. I don't know. It just seemed off when I watched it. And huh. the,
0: the, the one thing I, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on because I th- thought this was funny near the end but I'm assuming they do multiple like rehearsals for stuff like this. So I'm assuming this was planned as like a joke gag thing. Although maybe she wasn't wearing this dress all the time than Because I'm assuming she was wearing I can something, probably something more comfortable.
2: do one dress rehearsal where she had to do it all. But
0: yeah. So yeah. This.
2: Oh.
0: Finally. yeah so i was like i wonder if that was i wonder if that was planned (laughs) i I thought it was funny you
2: never Um, know in the moment stuff does
0: happen it does look like
1: i think he threw that in there um, i mean they're also very good actors where they could say let's let's plan like it's gonna look like you wanted to do this and improvise this but it kind of the look on her face kind of looked like what's he doing
0: (laughs) (laughs) that felt like a, a very he kind of slipped back into jamie tart the oh. Persona there a little bit when doing that. Sexy Squidward. You know what they
2: want.
0: Everything. Sexy Squidward. <laughs> that will that, that, have, we'll have to remember to bring that back in future well, I'll episodes. bring it up all the time. Don't worry. Sexy Squidward. Yeah.
1: Oh, God.
2: Sexy Squidward. And I'm not the only one who thinks it. As you pointed out. Sexy Squidward.
1: <laughs> well, I'm
2: going to be thinking odd, that now. Jamie Tart. I was like, "That's just sexy Squidward," <laughs> and I could not unsee it.
0: You should, you should post that to the Twitter. I means I have to
2: log into Twitter.
0: Well, and then at at Phil Dunster and be like, "Hey," and just be like, "Hey, what's up, sexy Squidward?" And then <laughs> and then see if you get blocked or if you see if you get a like. Then then you'll know. <laughs> no, there no. you
2: go. Is he infamous for blocking people?
0: oh I don't know. Them. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying that way. You'll know. If, if, if you liked it or not but um yeah i think outside of that too Cat like call
1: him see if he likes it
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's usually a good thing to do i mean whatever what's yeah. the bad things that have happened in the past from people doing that um and then the, the last two songs were winter wonderland with Luke Evans uh which i don't i guess i don't know if she had worked with him in anything else or if they're just like friends I mean, I guess they could just be friends, just just to be friends. Um, but, but if yeah, she if people him have seen, one of her
1: friends, not a work
0: yeah, friend. So he's a friend from work. Um, <laughs> yeah, if people have seen like the Beauty and the Beast live action, you would have seen him sing as Gaston in there too. Because I think that's like the only thing that I would have seen him singing outside of this. Because I didn't know that, like you know, Luke Evans well, was a. Singer. It's
2: funny, because I've never seen the live-action Beauty and the Beast, but I've listened to all the songs 300 times. My daughter won't watch the live-action one. That one's too scary, but the cartoon one isn't. Even. Interesting. I'm just like, okay, whatever.
0: So, side tangent about Beauty and the Beast. Yes. So, I have a question Not about a what... what Prince Adam, not to, be, not, not to be confused with, with uh, Bonnie's Prince Adam, um, but Prince Adam in... Trench.
1: don't say that ever again. <laughs> uh,
0: You're going so... in time <laughs> So, Prince Adam in Beauty and the Beast, when the witch comes and offers the rose to him, And then cut to the be our guest song. And Lumiere says, "How many years they've been rusting?" He says, "For twelve years we've been rusting, needing much more than dusting." And that rose is supposed to be good until his eighteenth birthday. So, how old was Adam then? When the witch came and expected him to be...
1: Okay, so are we doing actual math, or are we doing Disney math? Because those are (laughs) two
0: things. Well, so my question here is that was she expecting a six-year-old kid to, you know, have good manners and everything like that and whatnot? Or... Was he already... ...at an age, and then, like, stasis-locked at the age? Stasis-locked. Because in the live-action one, they do say there's, like, some kind of weird time manipulation thing going on at the castle, but in the animated one, they don't say anything about that. So, that was the first thing, like, when I noticed that more recently, I was like, wait, so was he just, like, a little kid? And the witch
1: get out of here lady yeah
0: <laughs> she, she ruined this whole kid's life because he was a, a little kid making little kid mistakes that's Disney but, for you oh well, I mean I think that's the story of how many moms have died in Disney how many dads have? Died?
1: it's mostly moms moms always bite the dust in Disney movies It's, it's more yeah, dads
0: are A-holes.
1: King Maurice King. is not an a-hole he's just you know it's
0: crazy old Maurice <laughs>
1: Yeah, um see that's my that's my favorite movie and I think I've thought about it both ways and then I just like don't think about it. Just, I'm just like whatever, he was just a dude and he was a jerk. And but I think my brain says it kind of just like froze him there. Like he's stuck in that moment in time. Even though the years go on. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. Um when you hit the ground he's running. still like exactly. You
0: might have to get put in time out if you're not careful. I mean, your brain gets the heart, uh, I lost it. You lost it's it. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's my thought process. I skipped the live action, the 2017. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it.
2: I haven't heard good things about it, so
1: I guess I don't. Just I, I couldn't. I saw a clip, and I said, oh, no. Like, I was so excited when they said, Emma Thompson and Kevin Kline. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then I saw a clip, and I went, No. <laughs> And then I, I still can't bring myself to do it. I can't because it's my favorite and I can't. I'm sure it's lovely for what it is. Doesn't mean I want to watch it. Like I might just get like hammered and then watch it one day and get it over with. But
2: <laughs> it might be the only live action remake that is kind of more live action than animated.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's... Live action Lion King. Yeah.
2: Uh, Little just... Mermaid's very real. Mermaids exist. They went underwater and filmed it and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Live-action Lion King is actually just animated Lion King. Again, just photorealistic animation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and can you feel the love tonight? But it's actually the day. Sorry for the hey. slow Disney side tangent. Speaking of, we need... To, <laughs> we need Because of how good of a singer Hannah Waddingham is, I would like... So you can do a Disney special? To, yeah, either Disney... Just apples gotta be, allow it though. Being a Disney animated movie, yeah, she's got the end with Disney, Disney already. Concept. We already talked about it with with Hocus Pocus, so just have her be in Disney somewhere. She doesn't have, doesn't have to be. I mean, it could be cool because she would probably be really cool as like a like an evil. Like, no, let it be a Disney well, I mean, it could be either way. What if she plays both parts? It's both like parts. the the next where she's like. Twins. schizophrenic
2: disney princess
0: yeah that that got like separated and it's like a nature versus nurture thing
2: where <laughs> she's, Tramp type situation
0: <laughs> yeah but like the one of them is evil so that she's the she gets to play both the evil antagonist of the movie the Disney villain but she's also the Disney princess and the protagonist of the movie it can be in Frozen 4
2: or 5 or 7 or 8.
1: There you go. I'm going to yes and that. I'm going to say she's going to play like, I want to see like a modern day Disney princess like woman in the city doing her thing and then there's a villain like you said and it's her but it's her own insecurities and things that she has to battle to save herself.
0: And because magic maybe it got pulled from her so that it's like yeah. because magic because magic <laughs> Verbal. there's an verbal, old
1: woman on the street <laughs> verbal street copyright
0: Disney call us uh, we will help to write oh, the, the story opinion. and flesh it out Yeah, verbal copyright nothing. The, the Richmond way isn't the exactly. Garfield movie a Disney movie oh. I don't think so uh, but it is a it is a uh I thought another Fox
2: movie. owned Disney, and now since the they own Disney, owned Fox. And Garfield
0: was a Fox thing. It is another movie where uh, a Chris Pratt character does have uh, father issues.
1: Hmm.
0: She's in that. That's why I bring it up. She? Oh, she's in the Garfield movie. What? Supposedly, I know she's in the the um, stuntman movie with uh, Ryan Gosling next year.
1: Oh, That looks so good. Like I like a good action movie. That looks fun. That looks really fun.
0: I think it's technically the first uh like summer the movie The you know, because of yeah, the fall guy. She's in that. People may not recognize her in in the trailer cuz she's got like shorter like brown hair in the movie. She's in the next Mission Impossible as well. Yes, yes she is. Ooh. Which is cool oh. cuz uh when, what's her name? One of the Amy Atwell? Oh, I was Yo, like, are we yeah, talking Hayley, about
1: Haley Atwell? Because mm, I love her. Yeah,
0: I, I would like to see them in a scene together, but they're. What was it? I, I can't
1: handle that. <laughs>
0: the. Um, what the heck? Oh, man, what was her name? I'm trying to find it really quick. Uh, Melissa McCoy. The she was an editor on Tublaf, so um, she follows the Richmond Wade Instagram. Uh, but she also hey did a, she edited uh Mission Possible. Dead oh, Reckoning that's Part cool. One. Which I've heard they're gonna change the name of part two to not be called that. Well they haven't yet on IMDb. Well which will then retroactively make Dead Reckoning Part One weird as a title if
2: Well what was that joke you, from Creative about the Rambo Heart. titles?
0: Oh, yeah, the Rambo time. Yeah. <laughs> Rambo. Rambo, uh, Rambo First Blood. No, two. no. So the first one is The First Blood. Second one is First Blood Part 2. Third one is Rambo 3. Fourth one is Rambo. And the last one is Rambo Last Blood. get a Rambo. Weirdest. Hey, Sly's
2: uh, probably got too many concussions in his life.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah. So, I think with, yeah, and then we yeah we said Luke Evans, and then the last one was It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year with the with Mike's new favorite band, the London <laughs> Gay Men's Chorus. Hey, it's fine. As long as they don't sing Christmas carols, I'll listen to them. Well, I think that's a little, or no, I was going to say, I think that's specifically all they sing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the chorus is only saying Christmas carols or holiday tunes.
0: Yeah. Um, in the special, because I know that you you love Christmas music so much, of those songs, favorite, which one was your favorite?
2: The sound of silence. That's my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> I guess I'll go with uh, "Run Rudolph Run" because it had energy, okay. high energy, and that dude just lived his best moment at that time.
0: Yeah, Sam Raider's awesome. That dude's got a really good voice. Like, just to hear him sing, like... Right? he's sang that Fight and Lost song to Lesa, like, a few different times in different areas. I think he did one video of it where he's just, like, singing it at the stadium that they, I think, on Nelson Road, where they, like, they filmed, like, the, the pitch scenes from. And, like, he's able to, like, belt it out to, like, the entire stadium there and it sounds great and he doesn't have he doesn't have a mic or anything, it's just him.
2: And the acoustics? Yeah. He uh, plays to the back of the house as they say.
0: Yes. Uh how about you, Bonnie?
1: I tend to like more of the update numbers than the ballads, like the and the slower Christmas songs. They just kinda make me want to fall asleep, um, generally speaking. <laughs> and just I'm like, okay, that's nice. Or it just feels like I'm like, okay, the calm your, calm our gas down, like, it's not that deep, like, that's just my, I'm very cynical with Christmas music. Um, I like the song with Leslie Odom Jr. I saw him in concert years ago when I was on the East Coast, and, and he's, he can just sing anything he wants, and I'll listen to it, with um, just a beautiful voice, Um Love him, but uh I liked more of the, the ensemble numbers and like the group numbers. I thought those were really fun. So not a particular, but like those piqued my interest more. So I was like, Oh that's fun. Like, oh look at that. Look at that. Like I like more of the the bigger group numbers.
2: What say you, Mark? I think what say you. It's strange, you're in on this side, but I, like I gotta move the window so I'm actually looking
0: the right way. Uh I keep looking yeah, over I'm...
2: here and it's because
0: like, Oh yeah. <laughs> it's out of order. Yeah, it's stage, stage right, your left, <laughs> upways, sideways, slantways, upways, everyways. Hey Willy Wonka. Yeah, <laughs> just call me Gene Wilder or Johnny Depp or Timothy Chalamet. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I think I liked the the one the the Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas one with, with Phil Dunster and the Lounge Fingers. Uh, just because, I, I don't know, I think I tend to like that style of Christmas songs a little bit more. Like and jazzy? It, yeah, I guess so. Uh, and then I did also like the the Man with the Bag, which I guess is kind of like in that same vibe of that. Although, she didn't really do any of these. Although, the Le- Leslie Odom do- yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. one it's probably the closest to that. I have a a play an uh, Apple playlist that I made. That's called Sad Christmas Songs. <laughs> Girl, I, all
2: Christmas songs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's like all the the downer like. Which is majority Christmas of them. Songs. That's I mean... true, I guess. Uh, but yeah, like for some reason, I prefer <laughs> the sad Christmas songs. Um, I don't know why. So I'm you weird.
2: walk around to the Charlie Brown Christmas music, with your head down.
0: <laughs> that that is the first song on on there.
1: Sad Christmas music. That's what we call Home Alone Core.
0: Oh yeah, that's Home on alone. there too. The, I mean Home Alone Core. The the playlist thumbnail for that is is literally Charlie Brown. Amazing. Yeah. So there you go. Sad Christmas music. And this first song is Christmas time is here. <laughs> And then it goes into Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. So rest of the velvet ruin that Charlie
1: Brown song for me. Oh, with, I know. Yeah. Do you want me to ruin that song for you? Always.
2: I'm, I'm against Christmas music. So anything you can do to make it worse.
1: But... Well, it's great. Because <laughs> I'm about to. Um, Years ago, I was at a friend's house and... Uh, it, Instead of Christmas time is here, how they do that, my friend just starts going, Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown. And like, that's all I hear now. Anytime I hear those songs, so I just start singing it and I ruin it for people. Nice. So the next time you hear it, just it's, instead, they're just singing Charlie Brown and that's it.
2: I'll still picture every the rest of the development. They play that when everyone gets sad and just mopes, walks. They play that song. So that's what makes me think
0: of it.
1: That's what I think. Of oh, it. I miss that show.
0: Someone did that same thing but with the X-Men ninety seven theme, where you're like, "Oh right, here comes Wolverine, no. here goes Gambit now. Cyclops <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, There's the Biodome thing,
0: uh Iron Man, Iron oh, yeah. Man. Does, does whatever Iron
2: Man. <laughs> Don't you mean Spider Man?
0: No. <laughs> what are you some <laughs> kind of rocket science? Yes.
2: Uh, uh. Probably sure. Probably sure. And one pa- of the pa- off pa- Baldwin
0: Brothers. Oh. One, well, yeah, one of many. <laughs> uh, yeah, we I mean, need if if they do a season four of that. So let's get Paulie Shore into season four. So, if for no mm-hmm. other reason than that it rhymes, Paulie Shore season four.
2: Paulie Shore's kind of a douche. So, but
0: I, well, I mean, maybe maybe he plays himself, but he's in he's in Kansas. And Ted runs into him. And then Ted's like, no, I need to get out of Kansas now. And then that's why he goes back. Because he wouldn't let any originated. local
2: comedians open for him here. Saying they weren't talented enough. So, he's a douche. He's gay.
0: Did, did you give enough chippies to eat? I didn't even go to the show. <laughs>
2: that's good. And I heard he put his foot in someone's plate in the front what row. The- he just took his shoe off and put it on their food. As a joke. Oh, I thought you went like a drop kick, like a. No, he just like slowly took his shoe off and like just stepped on the table and was standing in their food.
0: Interesting, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, no, yeah, the juice. They didn't list it in the track listing, but technically, it's another song. Is uh, Hannah's song with Jason Sudeikis there at the end for Jingle Bells? Which does it count? <laughs> yeah, it does count. Now, I this this is where we should get the the thermometer for as far as who is on which side of this before we go into the our rewatch. Yeah, I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
1: mouth kind, right?
0: <laughs> well,
2: oh, I'll, no. I'll just say depends just, on what side you're on. I guess just
0: just don't quote. Randall from from clerks with the thermometer.
2: I was thinking of the Seinfeld joke where they say barometer and he goes it's pronounced yeah. thermometer.
0: That that's I think that's actually barometer. The term, I, Yeah, I I was pulling a a, a biff from back to teacher you Look it's like a screen door on a battleship. Like make like a tree and get out Just Leave. Leave you folk. <laughs> You sound like a damn fool when you get it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, so the barometer on this is, so, the chemistry that at least Jason Sudeikis and Hannah Waddingham have when they're in scenes together, and for anybody that, like, watched the stuff from Thundergong, too, with, um, where they think Shallow together there, too, I think I know, remember what the answers were for this, but for Bonnie, Ted Becca or no Ted Becca?
1: I'm still thinking about it now. Um, (laughs) I still think about it once in a while. I'm okay that it wasn't a thing. Like, I'm really okay with it. Like, would it have been fine? Probably. But not... Sometimes maybe it makes it more special that it didn't happen. Fair. It's kind of how I see it.
0: And this will be a thing that will weigh back in, like, each episode of the thing. But, like, the kind of barometer-wise. Yeah, see if it changes. And then Mike...
2: I mean, I remember watching it, and I think the first thing I sent
0: to you when we oh, like,
2: when yeah. first watched like, are they going to bang already?
0: Yeah, like... that, that was the first message, like, after I got Mike to finally start watching Ted Lasso. That was the first <laughs> message he sent me about Ted Lasso. And I was like, uh, well, just... To be you determined,
2: you don't have to be a couple, but I just thought that was going to happen because that was just kind of where her headspace was to really make her ex open mad. I don't know.
0: There are theories that people think that they did in that last d- episode do that. Did in you last see, long? Uh, yeah, and and yeah, and that they're just not talking about it or ever bring it up. But hmm. I feel like they would have put like that would have been like a little, like, I, th- I feel like they would have like mentioned that maybe. I don't know.
2: I mean, one of my least favorite parts of the show is that Dutch guy she ends up with. So, it was hey, not a fan of that
0: Do you know what his name is? No. Is it Ted? No. It's, <laughs> it's in the credits, but that's like the only place his name is ever listed in the show, or like stated in any way. Uh, I just did yeah. not like
2: that episode or that outcome, so I'd rather her have ended up with Ted. But I'm okay. And it doesn't. Maybe like it doesn't.
0: Yeah, that I feel like that should be something that we do like weigh in like on like every episode or so, because I know for me like at least with the show, I didn't even think about that until the Christmas episode of the show, because that's where I first kind of saw that, and then before that I didn't like really see it, but yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes, but yeah, so that's what the, the plan is so coming in 2024 uh january that's when we'll start our rewatch in full effect uh we'll have more of like a structure to like how we do these things and stuff this is just kind we of like it yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll figure it out just the, the same his way name too. is
2: stranger for those listening wondering that is what he's credited as stranger stranger danger <laughs> um
0: yeah, but we'll figure out the same way that the, the Greyhounds did along the way. Um, we have ideas and plans to have different guests on. Our friend uh, Kenny, who does our friend guy, yeah, what does, you said? Uh, no, I said our friend Kenny, uh, who does the Lasso cast or did the Lasso cast? I don't know if that's past tense now. Um, we'll, Are they still doing it? I mean, it's not gone. I, don't, I just don't know if there's going to be more episodes, uh, but. Fun fact uh, about
2: that show, they have someone on there who could not correctly predict who Darth Vader was in relation to Luke and Anakin, if you remember.
0: (laughs) you got to listen to their show to find out. Uh, But yeah, he wants to come on for the the Tan Lines episode in season one. So, uh, at least I have a guest lined up for that episode, so that's what we'll be doing. But uh, until then, you can find us at Richmond Way Pod on all of the places, whether it's Instagram, Twitter. Everywhere. Blue Sky. I did make a Blue Sky account for, for Richmond Way Pod. Uh, and there's also a Facebook page. But yeah. so And then you can check out stuff we've done in the past, too. There's uh, Bonnie showed up in our Tub Lasso uh, Star Wars Hold and Maneuver podcast episode sure that we did, did. too. did. So that's kind of where
2: the craziness that if, if you want to see the origin in, of the three of us
0: podcasting about ted lasso it came from the, there it is um but mike where can they find you online
2: i'm usually here with you all
0: right <laughs> you, you can find him here there everywhere like i said he's he's our resident Roy Kent, and i, mean, I don't do
2: i'm not very interesting to follow if i do tweet do anything it's once in a blue moon and it's usually something so random that it's just like where did that come from
0: okay like, that's so why it's good to follow you, because you don't ever know when it's going to happen.
2: Just make sure you follow me and not the other one with my name, because yeah. you're in for some strange food pics and racist comments. So <laughs> Unless you like that kind of thing, then go ahead
0: and follow them. And Bonnie, where, where can they find you online? <laughs>
1: uh, if you Google voiceover superhero, you will find me. That's my day job. Um, so- and I am everywhere pretty much on those handles across all socials because brand consistency
0: nice. Uh, and then for me, you can just find me at at Mark Rivert on all of the places that have already been aforementioned. Uh, but with that, I will just say this
2: hold me closer, tiny dancer, prancer, and
0: Uh, So with that... (laughs) The video made you mad in the end. Yeah. (laughs) Happy holidays, everybody. And we will see you in 2024 for the Richmond Way. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy
2: Festivus.
1: That's every day.